Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Uh, we want to chat now to a man steeped in Limerick hurling over the generations. Joe Quaid is on the line. Good morning to you, Joe. Morning, Joe. And the main question, Joe, that I'm going to ask you now that you'll be asked for the next two weeks, any tickets? I shall load them. They'll be... Uh, bus tickets, raffle tickets, any of them type of tickets, uh, Joe, there'll be no problem. Match tickets might be a different issue. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's going to be so. I mean, All-Ireland finals are always hard to get tickets for, but Limerick versus Kilkenny, episode two, two All-Irelands in a row, Limerick going for a four in a row, Kilkenny the only county to have done four in a row. They want to win an All-Ireland, they want to stop Limerick's momentum as well. I mean, what a context in prospect. Yeah, look, I suppose it, it's no coincidence that the the four semi-finalists were the same as last year and the two finalists for t- the second year running has been the same. They've, I suppose the teams have proven themselves over the last couple of years and um, I suppose the real test of a team um, through history is can you beat Kicking in the final? We did it last year. And now to get the opportunity to win a second one in a row uh, beating Kilkenny to achieve a four in a row is, is just a phenomenal, um, I suppose, a prospect to look forward to, Joe, in two weeks. Nationally, the pundits are all over the place, aren't they? They started the year by saying that Limerick would march remorselessly on to a seven in a row. Then, uh, halfway through the Munster Championship, will Limerick even get to a Munster final? And now, the same old nonsense yesterday. Oh, Limerick are unbelievable and they're the greatest team ever and whatever. You wouldn't want to be believing too much of that, and I'm sure within the camp they're not. Well, paper will never refuse ink, Joe. So, um, I suppose the the narrative that started at this the beginning of the year of that normally come within 10 points of them was ridiculous uh, at best. Um, it's sport. No team is infallible. But what these guys have proven, I suppose, going through probably the, the hardest one once the championship of all time is their resilience. Again, on Saturday evening, they're down six points. looked like they were struggling. And I think John Kiley summed it up perfectly when he said, we let them figure it out for themselves. They're just an unbelievable team. They've got resilience. They don't do panic. Um, and they do soft an awful lot of it out themselves. Um, no doubt uh, a few little messages were got in when Nicky's stomach problems came at him again. But um, uh, look, the way they can adjust. We did it last year without Keane Lynch. We are, we are doing it this year without Declan Hannan at, out missing at the moment losing probably the best cornerback, in my opinion, of all time in Sean Finn. And especially delighted for David Reedy because I had him in Kildare with me to to go on and, and forge his way into that team um, and, and give outstanding performances. They're just, they're just a really, really um, unbelievable bunch of players. Yeah, what about the chat about... Limerick's cuteness, you you mentioned that and that opportunity that arose to make some tactical changes when undoubtedly the momentum was with Galway. It, it was, yeah, but like if you look at after the match, and I, I watched it very closely, um, after Nicky uh, slowing down the players, they'd lay him, um, Galway won the next two balls, I think, and hit two wides. So it wasn't as if... Limerick hit hit the ground running straight away after it. So 
Galway had two more chances. Um, it was just, I suppose, Limerick needed to get a bit organised. We seemed to be all over the shop for a bit. Um, I think something similar kind of happened last year in the All-Ireland final for maybe five, ten minutes, and they seemed to sort themselves out again. Look, I think everybody in that camp knows their role. I, Darrell Donovan's interview after, they weren't happy with their work rate. They knew themselves it had to be sorted out, and, and they did sort it out. Um, look, when when you win, everything's rosy. When you lose, teams will be looking for every kind of an excuse uh, of why they were beaten. Um, at the end of the day, it was a resounding win. No, we, we did write our luck a bit. Like, OK, we won by nine points. The ball that hit the crossbar and Parik Mannion flicked straight back out town was a, a bit of luck. And most definitely, uh, as much as uh, Mike Casey will probably claim it was one of the greatest saves in Cork Park, I don't think he knew much about uh, the ball hitting his only that time. So there's a six-point swing straight away. Um, so the game of holding now is so fickle. If you're up ten points, it actually means nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Limerick are away. David Reedy. Reedy away towards the right. Touched in. And it's Off back. the crossbar. Here's Galan. Oh! And Galan has struck it to the back of the net. A goal for Limerick. Well, you mentioned that. That was Galan's second. But, I mean, his first goal. The skill required to do that kind of mid-air pivot, Joe Quaid. I think I think if he could have uh, patented Joe, um, I think he'd be he'd be allowed patent that um, the way he can do it. I, I actually don't know how he does it, um, and luckily enough, a, a lot of backs in the country don't know either. He, he, if you, if you mark him from the front, and a lot of players try and do it, he, he'll just uh, rip the ball from you from the back. If you mark him from the back, he's out in front. He wins ball. I, Look, the quality of the ball obviously is good going in as well, but like that was a 50 50 ball. You had Dahi Burke inside who you'd back all day long, one of the greatest defenders to play the game, and just Aaron just picked his pocket and stuck in the back mm. of the net. He does what do, he does best. Do you know one of the most fantastic things about this journey and another All Ireland, Joe Quaid, is all of the family moments, you know, the groups of friends getting together the opportunity to make these memories through the prism of this fantastic team. And we can't take that for granted because God knows we were starved of it for so long. Absolutely. Uh, my youngest daughter, Sophie, had a graduation over in Dune there, Joe. Um, finished our, our leaving set um, when they had their graduation and uh, Father Chris O'Donnell was doing the Mass and he... He said they were a very privileged group, he said, and a very unusual group of leaving sets in that they had to deal with COVID. And he said, yeah, that's our Limerick win. He said, for our islands. <laughs> Do you know? So there's, there's a group of teenagers, there's a group of youngsters there that think this is normal. We got our annual hunt for tickets <laughs> for all islands. Um, do you know, what they don't realise is their parents went through absolute torture and nightmares um, for years. But they think this is as normal as getting up having a bowl of cereal in yeah, the morning. It is. It's amazing. It's really fantastic in many respects. But then you look at Kilkenny and they were on their mettle yesterday, weren't they? Because that was a serious challenge from Clare, as one would expect. Um, and you feel that this game in two weeks... You know, we talked about last year's All-Ireland being uh, an amazing um, opportunity for Limerick, which they took 
to win three in a row and everyone has such regard for Kilkenny that beating them in an All-Ireland final is massive. But talk about determined now to stop Limerick's gallop in two weeks from Kilkenny. Oh, without a doubt. They're, they're such a proud county. Look, they're the market leaders to me and, and how the game should be played. Go back to that great team that they had that got to four in a row. I suppose the, there's an awful lot of similarities in that uh, uh, their, their ethos and their motto is you work harder than the opposition. You know, you have massive self-belief and, and you keep going to the final whistle. And Limerick, that's the way Limerick are at the moment. I'm, I'm presuming that the likes of John Kiley and Paul Kinnark, um looked at Kilkenny's model of how they were going that time, added their own bits. And uh, look, you have to have the talent as well. But the one thing Kilkenny have at the moment and they're starting to bring through is talent. Adrian Mullen now again. Uh, Owen Cody was exceptional um, again yesterday. And look, Kilkenny are never easily beaten. They're just not. They're, they're the, the masters of winning All-Ireland. They're the masters of getting out of tight situations. We were probably on paper maybe seven, eight points better than them last year and we only barely got over the line. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be a, a mammoth battle. I actually think it'll be tighter this year, even again, if it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, borrowing from another sport, toe-to-toe, because there's no question that as cute as Limerick might be, Kilkenny will try to be and maybe be as cute. As physical, the same thing will apply. As skillful, the same thing will apply. You know, you are dealing with the finest of margins between these two teams. Absolutely, I think. And the one thing is Shane Dowling and the halftime commentary asked a, a very, very good question um, of Joe Kenny um, the other day, just before they were, the teams came back out for halftime. He said, are Galway coming out and do they really, really believe that they can beat Limerick? Um, obviously, they didn't. But that's a question you won't have to ask about Kilkenny because Kilkenny will believe. Yeah. Whether they go in five points up or five points down at halftime, Kilkenny will still believe and, and, that they can be. Limerick. And the amazing thing about it is the same will apply to this Limerick side. They will believe from first whistle to last that they can find a way to win this final too. Absolutely. And, and I suppose isn't it brilliant that the showpiece of the year um, has two teams that have the same values, the same ethos and the same beliefs and it's, it just has to lend to an absolutely outstanding game. There'll be no pulling and dragging and things and, and bad dark apps as I call it that some of the games um, have uh, have been a victim of. I suppose in Munster this year that it's, it's a case of trying to stop people holding um, at times whereas Kilkenny and Limerick, they'll just go at it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it is. Game I just can't wait for. And we should, we should remember as well, you know, it's an important choice for the GA who referees that game because it's it will be a very tricky game to referee, no question. Absolutely. Um, but the other side of it is, Joe, look, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be, it's going to be hard. There's going to be no quarter after given. And I think. As a game, I suppose there'll be there won't be anything going on behind or off the ball and stuff like that, you know, bad. Um, so I think it'll be a game that a referee that will allow the game go to and flow to a certain degree would be really suitable to a really really good game. Someone that's picky, I think it could ruin the game. Yeah.
And finally, Joe, I know you have a presence over the border in Cork, as they'd say. And certainly I, I don't know what it was like for other people, uh, but uh, I'd know people all over the country. And it was radio silence this weekend. No best of luck in the final. No hope it goes Limerick's way. None of that. Feels like we're in splendid isolation now going into this one. Oh, absolutely. Um, look, <laughs> over the, the year this year, I think uh, there was a booing incident in the league down in Cork. We've been accused of throwing the ball. We've been accused of being rough and tumble. And as I said, it is long enough, I said, uh, there were people outside of Limerick were laughing at us. So that they're uh, looking for excuses to put us down. I said, Joe, I said, it's something we should embrace. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listen, we look forward to talking to you again between now and then, Joe Quaid. And it's just a magnificent time. Sure. Listen, we'll we'll love it. And sure, 30 years from now, people will be talking about this era of Limerick hurling as maybe the most special we've ever seen. And we've seen some special ones in the past as well. But we thank you for your time this morning. Looking forward to the build-up. You heard what Joe Quaid said there. Don't go after him for tickets. But I suspect the harassment of people but listen the wider squad the players just leave them alone just let them get on with it now don't be uh, screaming at them for tickets go looking elsewhere but they'll be hard to find though no question your views your news your limerick today with joe Nash on live 95